Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Vata Time podcast, where we aim to spread positivity, sustainability, and a more conscious mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Bianca. And I'm Amanda. In today's episode, we will be exploring how to identify signs of being in a rut, the source of it, and what you can do to get out of it to reach your highest self. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Bianca. How's it going? It is going. How has your beautiful day been? Oh my gosh, I've been having such a great day. We had a sleepover last night and I slept over at Amanda's house and it was awesome. Just, I feel, it felt like I was a kid again. We got brownies and vegan ice cream and it was so, such a fun night. Um, very chill, but it's just nice to hang out and spend time together. And guys, Amanda made the best lunch ever like you are such a little chef now I'm so impressed like she made rice with some oven roasted brussels sprouts with some smoked paprika so good and um tofu like I don't even know what you call it but like this honey uh, not honey but like honey glazed like a vegan version of a honey glazed tofu and it was so good oh my goodness I'm still drooling over that (laughs) I have learned the art of seasoning from you over the past year like obviously I I could make food but like does it taste as good as it could and as it should be so I've really learned to expand (laughs) the uh, seasoning palette so thank you for that and oh my goodness it was a wonderful night it was like the epitome of a girl's night as Bianca said with like the brownies and the ice cream and the pizza it was like we didn't have to ask our parents permission and like mom can I go sleep over at like Bianca's house it was just like it's it's fun and we literally ate whatever we wanted like you know when you're a kid you're like no pizza for you no ice cream for you no we did it all yeah we also had pizza for brunch as well in addition to breakfast yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been Um, fun it's been fun so I want to start off the episode with saying that I actually followed through with one of the challenges that we talked about last week but don't say it like that because that's such a (laughs) like like, it's such a negative not negative or like condescending but like but I'm proud of myself I am too but (laughs) not that you actually did it like it's so cool okay so I just want to start off with saying I want to talk about last week's challenge and how I approached it. So I did some research and this charity that I was looking into, they actually weren't even in the listing, like the websites that we mentioned in our previous episode, but it's because they're very small and they're very niche. So um, there's a com- there's not a company, there's an organization in New York City called Heart for Dinner Organization, and they deliver lunches and fresh produce to New York City's Asian American community, like elderly people. And um, their mission is to help end hunger and isolation for low-income Asian Americans that um, you know can't afford meals, and they they cook and they deliver the foods directly to their houses. And I just thought that was so great, and I looked into it, and it was a really cute organization called Heart for Dinner. So that's what I did, and I just wanted to follow up with that at the beginning of this episode because I just thought it was a feel-good. Um, organization that I wanted to share with everybody. No, thank you for for sharing that and it's important because like right going out and getting groceries is something that sometimes like I take for granted or that that people take for granted and some people are 
un, like afraid to leave their own house right now, which is such a scary thing. And like yeah. the fact that people feel afraid to leave their own house to grab groceries is yeah very like it's yeah it's, it's sad. sad. It's really yeah. sad. So the fact that there's an organization that's helping people do this, this is awesome. And yeah, thank you for finding it and sharing it. Yeah, just wanted to share that. Thank you for listening. <laughs> And for my challenge, <laughs> okay, um, I was going to post on Poshmark instead of donating and having that go to landfill and knowing that that would go to a proper home. And I separated the clothes that are going to be put on Poshmark, but I have not posted on Poshmark yet. Okay. So that's it's a step. It is a step. It's a step in the right direction, but but not fully executed. And it's also really ironic because Bianca ended up selling something on Poshmark last yeah. week. So that was cool. I know. I was going to say, I set a goal. I'm going to sell one item a month on Poshmark. And literally, like, the last two days of the month, it was like, oops, sale. And I was so happy because it was for a pair of heels that I'll never wear again because I twisted my ankle a couple months ago and it was like so traumatic that I'm never wearing uncomfortable shoes ever again in my life. <laughs> but there's, I'm done with heels. So I was so happy that they went to a new home and they're being utilized by somebody who wants them and wants to use them. And I got a five-star rating, so that was good. Money comes easily and frequently. Money comes easily and frequently. Mm. If you guys don't know that song, it's Chris and... Teeb, the and is a letter N, not and, uh, and then T E E B, yes. I believe, and it's so good, guys. You guys have to listen to their music; it's so good. They, it's that's... like the high vibrational, very like manifesty mantra music, and it's cool. Like Bianca's husband loves their like their songs as well, so yeah, um, highly so suggest. We'll, we'll put them in the show notes because it's such good music to start your day or like you're walking and you're like money comes easily and frequently. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just feels good. Yeah, I'm great. I'm grateful. You gotta be great to be grateful or something like that. You yep. have to be grateful to be great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let me not try to rap on our podcast. <laughs> We do everything here. Go ahead. <laughs> We're multi-talented. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this week's episode. So in this week's episode, we're focusing on how to identify when you are getting into a rut or getting stuck or just things aren't flowing as easily as they usually are and you just feel a little bit like unaligned with yeah. where you are currently. Okay. So first things first, it's important to take note of our thoughts and our feelings. Yeah. So identify how your day is making you feel because it's harder to get out of a rut if you don't even realize you're in one. Wow. Because how are you supposed to know something's wrong if you can't even identify? Like, what is it? Acceptance is the hardest part, right? Yeah. Like accepting something and realizing that it's happening is one of the hardest parts of fixing an issue. So, wow, that's so true. So some ways that you can identify the rut, right? Because that's the hardest part is identifying it. But some key indicators that are pretty common out there are that every day feels the same. So you don't know which day of the week it is because each day is indistinguishable, right? You're like, is it Monday? Is it Wednesday? Is it Friday? I have no idea because every single day I do the same exact thing and everything is boring, right? Yeah. Um, Another feeling is like you feel like you're just trying to get from one day to another And you just want to get the day over with. So you don't feel excited. You don't feel inspired. You're unmotivated, unfulfilled. Everything is dull and boring. Um, 
Or maybe you even realize that you want to make a change, but you fear what's going to happen if you do change. So like when you know that changing things up will make you happier in the long run, but you keep doing the same thing, the status quo, because it means you won't have to risk feeling any pain or any failure. That fear of failure is huge, right? That's what holds a lot of us back. So um, once you start feeling these feelings and you start to identify them, these are good indicators that, okay, something is unaligned, like you mentioned earlier. Um, so yeah, those are some key key indicators, right? I can, like, those things that you read specifically, I have felt before. I can recall countless times that I have been on the phone with my mom or even just like crying to friends being like I don't understand the purpose like what am I here to do like it's so much more than what I'm doing right now like there is there's got there's literally got to be more to life like this this can't be it yeah um so it's like sometimes you get those thoughts and it's okay yeah and it just means that whatever you're doing in that current time is not aligned and you're just not being fulfilled so it's like figuring out what is not aligned and how to fulfill yourself because currently what is you what you're doing is not yeah it's not right and you have to take care of yourself and your mental health and your you know you have to feel excited about life for it to be good yeah because you create your own reality right exactly yeah so the main takeaway from the points that bianca just brought up is learning how to acknowledge when you are in a rut or even being aware of the trends specific to you that start to appear before a rut happens. So the main goal is noticing these trends and shifting your mindset, your vibration, your reality to avoid this rut altogether through your habits and routines. So it's like you start to realize, okay, this is typically what happens before I get into a rut. And then you realize you're kind of going down that path. And before you get deep into that rut, like doing those things that you need to do to lift yourself up so you don't go down that spiral. Mm -hmm. So after realizing that we are like going into a rut, what are some steps that you think would help us identify the source of where these feelings are coming from yeah so the first thing that you should do when you're trying to identify the source of the rut right because if you identify you're entering a rut or you're in the middle of a rut and you're feeling stuck we have to identify what the source is like what is causing you to feel these emotions so my main thing is to like just stop everything and just like take an inventory of what's going on in life. So stop scrolling on, on Facebook, Instagram, social media, stop consuming everything online and just take a break for a second. And if you're feeling with overwhelmed with everything that's going on, we're like on data overload right now. We literally get so much data all the time from the news, from online, from everywhere. We have so many different, um, sources of data coming in all the time and it's overwhelming and we don't even realize how overwhelming it is so we just my first thing is just like take a break from media for however long you need to and take a break and just from the outside world right and go inward and listen to what's going on in your own heart mind body and go from there so some possible sources of where your rut can be Uh, coming from would be like romantic relationships, jobs, health, your friends, your hobby, your home. So think about 
you know, stopping all the outside world noise that's coming in and look inward to those things. Like how's your relationships? How's your job? How's your health, your friends, your hobbies? Are all of those things in alignment with what you want to do? And if it's not, you know, then you can identify like that, like pinpoint that specific item because it's so important to figure out what's causing your discontentment before you make any drastic changes in your life. Like you can't just be, I'm going to change everything because I'm so unhappy, but it may just be like one aspect of your life. It may not be the whole life. Hopefully not. (laughs) Um, Exactly. As you said, like we're on um, data overload all the time. And Mm -hmm. so it's really easy to get distracted with the outside noise. Like even if the noise isn't what's causing the rut, you can easily just like distract yourself from going inward mm-hmm. by turning on the television, by reading a book, and also using your hobbies as a distraction as well, like in a negative way. Like, let's say you like working out, so you focus so much on working out and you spend three hours a day like vigorously working out that you're so tired that when you go home, you go right to sleep and like it's like an exhaustive type. Yeah. Um, like you just get so tired from working out, then you don't have time or energy to, to deal with whatever's causing those emotions. Exactly. Wow. So yeah, it's like, it's really just like sitting with yourself and spending that time, whether it's five minutes a day, just to like, okay, let me think. So. <laughs> I love that. And I don't know if you, if you have an iPhone, I don't know about Android, but for iPhones, you can actually set app limits on certain apps and you can turn it on and off. So like, if I'm like, oh man, I'm getting too much anxiety from Facebook or Instagram or whatever, I'm going to limit that to five, 10 minutes a day. And I actually did that for a while, but it goes by so fast. Like you, that algorithm is good, (laughs) but you can set those time limits. And when you hit your time limit, you get a notification like, Hey, it's time to get off social media. So maybe that's a good idea. If you struggle with realizing how much time you spend on the outside world you can set app limits and that'll be like a good helper that's that's a great example because I feel like and I I'm guilty of it too but it's like I don't have enough time during the day but if you actually took inventory of like minute by minute what you're doing or just look at your phone and it tells you how much screen time you're at and then you're like lol like I had time yeah (laughs) like it's like you have time during the day it's just setting your priorities and like doing those things so some ways that we came up that help you organize your thoughts Mm -hmm. would be number one journaling journaling is such an easy way and they say it's really good to journal right when you wake up in the morning because your brain hasn't consumed anything from the day yet and it's just like your straight subconscious thoughts and you just write down exactly like whatever is streaming through or you can pick a certain topic or you can pick three things that you want to be grateful for and write that down every morning. So just something to get your thoughts on a piece of paper. And it's also really cool to look back at it later and to see the growth or the progress or to look through different trends that you're having at certain times in your life. And another example would be working with a therapist or a coach. So right, some type of third party that's usually not involved in your life that can give you an unbiased opinion. And I know, like, sometimes there's, like, a bad connotation of, like, oh, I don't want to go to a therapist. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not at that point yet. Like, I don't, I don't need a therapist. Like, it just, (laughs) (laughs) that's toxic. Like, I I feel like therapy has a really bad rap. Mm -hmm. Um, And through a work program, actually, they were 
piloting this program and I was chosen to be a part of it and you wore this wristband that tracked your like heartbeat and emotions throughout the day and if your heartbeat increased a certain amount you would get a ping and it would be like what are you feeling in this moment wow. like what what made you feel this feeling for your heart rate to be at this rate so it made you track like all of your emotions throughout the day and you were assigned a coach which was essentially a therapist mm-hmm. and you like I talked about my goals with her and we had weekly sessions and this went on for about a month and in my mind I was like like I don't need a therapist but it's cool that I'm part of this program and then after I finished it I was like wow like I learned so much like I would have never signed up for a therapy session because I didn't think I needed a therapist but yeah. and like I could have come up with these realizations on my own at some point but it was so much faster having that third party kind of like guiding you and giving you perspective so that completely shifted my um thoughts on a therapist like it was great she was awesome like I learned so much so yeah I love that and even so through my work program also they just started something and you can choose between a coach or a therapist so like sometimes like so the difference between the two is like a coach is for the future so they help you give you pointers for the future and sometimes the therapist they go back in times to analyze like what happened and how you can improve if that happens again in the future so that's kind of the difference between therapy and coaching but similar similar ideas i like that i had no idea there was a difference but that makes sense yeah yeah so if you're just if nothing's ever happened to you in the past and you're perfect (laughs) lol You probably use a coach <laughs> and a therapist because we we all have stuff, <laughs> so we all need therapy. It's just deep down in there. Yeah, it's very deep. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring it to the surface. That's awesome. No, that's really good. I'm glad you mentioned that because it's true, and I'm glad that it was helpful for you. It was awesome. Highly recommend. So no, no shame, mm-hmm. no shame at all. Just, just growing. And for our third helpful tip to um, organize your thoughts, talk with a family member, a friend, just someone that you trust. Mm-hmm. And something that I've, I've learned is when communicating with this person that's going to help you, let them know up front in that conversation whether you want them to specifically listen to you and hold space or if you want them to give you advice mm-hmm. because there's a difference. When you need to get something off your chest, sometimes you just want someone to listen and you don't want problem solving, you don't want advice, you don't want anything, you just want that person to listen and hold that space and love for you and like, that's it. Mm -hmm. So if you want advice, like let them know, but um, I, I found that really helpful and especially like in relationships too, I feel like that can be a great relationship like a not hack but a great relationship tip no I I actually saw something on Facebook similar to that that was like um before you start an argument with your significant other ask yourself do you want solutions or do you just want me to listen and I was like wow that's huge because like usually when you know I get into arguments or whatever I go or like when somebody presents something to me, I go immediately to problem solving mode. I'm like, okay, we can do X, Y, Z to solve this problem. And sometimes that other person doesn't want to hear the problem solutions. They just want me to hold that space. So I think that's so good communicating that with the person, family member, friend, whatever. I love that idea. And I will implement that (laughs) this week into my life. Um, So, okay. Now that we've 
found the source of our rut, which this might be harder. Like we're, we're just saying like, you know, you could do some things and you could find the source, but sometimes it might be like a deeply rooted thing. So spend time. This doesn't have to be like a one day epiphany. This could be like a three month process where it's like, okay, like really figuring out what is causing this discontentment in your life. But once you pinpoint the source of your quote unquote rut, it's now time to face this source and face your fears. So what are some things we can do to shift ourselves and shift our vibration, shift our reality into something that we want? What are, what are some yeah. tips? Yeah, so some things that we came up with is changing your routine. Um, so I know this impacts me a lot because I'm very structured and I have my 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. planned out to a T. But changing the routine, having something fun to do, something that brings you joy, whatever that thing is for you, like making sure to implement joy into your everyday lives, have something to look forward to, whether that's your latte in the morning, your maca, um, or your matcha tea, or whatever that is, that brings you joy and happiness. Uh, Trying something new, so trying a new workout class, get a massage, lighting a candle, opening a window, um, learning to play an instrument, like something that'll stimulate you mentally or emotionally, get you happy. And then my another thing that I have on here is be spontaneous. So if you usually make dinner every single night, try switching it up on a random day and go out to eat, right? Spontaneously, without a plan. I love that. <laughs> Throw away the agenda. Yeah, and that that's really for me the hardest thing because I am so structured and I love my I love my schedule. I have my calendar on my wall, I have my calendar on my phone, I have my planner, I have a physical planner and I'm not even in school. I just like having a planner. <laughs> like Bianca's not joking at all when she's talking about this because we were going over like just scheduling last night and whatnot and we were going like in 10 minute increments. She's like, okay, from 6 to 6.10, it will be this. From 6.20 to 6.40. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I wake up and like I have an idea of what I'm going to do. But if I wake up and like intuitively I'm like I don't feel like doing this right now I'm gonna do something else so it's it's funny to see the we're so polarities (laughs) I even have alarm clocks on my phone that keep me on track in the morning so I know my alarm clock will keep me like okay you should be done brushing your teeth now you should be done in the shower now you should be done with breakfast now so yeah it's definitely interesting I have to switch it up but it's just like so embedded in my routine um, do you feel like, okay, so let's say you switch one part of your routine. Like, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel uncomfortable, honestly. And that was like a huge thing when I started doing the meditations in the morning on, on that Zoom call. Mm-hmm. We were doing like a group meditation every day at 8 a.m. And my whole routine like was was, was thrown like, out the window. Yeah, I was like, what do I do? I usually take a shower from 8 to 8.30. <laughs> and I was like, just take a shower at a different time. <laughs> I know, so I had it up in my entire routine. Um, but no, it's good because like, like I said, you should change up your routine. That's one of the ways that you get out of a rut. So I just, it's good to switch it up. But I'm also like very routine oriented. So like, that was a 40 day program and for 40 days that I found comfort in that, okay, this change is going to last 40 days. And then after that 40 days, I'll reevaluate again. Um, but yeah. I love it. I love how different we are because everyone has their own way of doing things and right. Like there's not one right way. So mm-hmm. pick what works for you and try it. And if it's not working, try something else. Just keep going. Yeah. Love it. 
Um, another thing that you could do to get out of a rut, to keep going down the list, is just, it's going to sound so simple, but go outside. Go outside and get some fresh air. There's so many benefits to going out for a walk, and some of those benefits include increasing your vitamin D, which ultimately helps your brain function. Like if you're feeling groggy or anything like that, go outside for some fresh air. It reduces stress also because you're getting endorphins when you go outside. So those are like the happy hormones, right? And it also helps you with concentration. And there have been multiple studies that I looked up online while I was doing the research for this that stated that children who go outside and play more, they have significantly lower rates of ADHD than children who did not go outside and play. I believe it. Yeah. It's like, especially now since most people are still work from home, mm-hmm. like you have to make the conscious effort to go outside. And when I'm in busy season and working like crazy hours, my top priority is not like going outside sometimes and like I'm just in my room all day in my little like square yeah and then you don't even get any fresh air really any sunlight besides what's coming through to your window and after doing that for five days straight like a week straight you don't realize the mental impact that has on your like mental stability yeah because when you keep continuing that you're draining and draining and draining your well and then at some point it's gonna like you're gonna get into a rut or something Mm -hmm. like it's just yeah yeah, so going outside is awesome. Way to help get that fresh air. There's so many great benefits. I mean, as just Bianca mentioned, and there's this trend going around on TikTok, and it's called the Hot Girl Walk. Ooh, okay. And it's great. So, what it is essentially is you're supposed to go on a walk every single day and you walk for four miles. And four miles? I know, that's a really, it's a long walk. Um, and so you walk for four miles and you just think about like your intentions, your manifestations, everything that you want. So you use this time to focus on yourself and then you're also getting outside, which is focusing on your body and your physical self. And people have been talking about how great this is. And I had a friend, I have a friend in New York that told me, that they go on bike rides and as they bike ride through the city they look at the townhomes and the apartments and they imagine the life that they want and the life that they manifest which is essentially the same thing so like get rid of the four mile walk it doesn't matter it could be a five minute walk to your car that you're just thinking about the life that you want to create your goals your ambitions like this time is for you just setting that time for you yeah. um and it's, I started doing it if, when I take my gym classes in the morning, I walk home and um, I put on the manifestation music that we talked about earlier. Yeah. And I just, I listen to that and I think about the life, what I want. I envision it. I envision exactly the life I want to create. And once you keep doing that, that's going to shift your reality and create the re- reality that you want. Wow. I love that. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because My husband sent me like a, you know, one of those little Facebook, Instagram videos the other day and it was of Drake, the rapper, and talking about the house that he lives in now. And it was something similar to what you just mentioned, the hot girl walk. So I guess Drake did the hot girl walk, but he used to drive like at the beginning of his career, he used to drive right through the front of this house. And he said that that's going to be like my house one day. Like he envisioned himself in that house. And then ultimately when he made it, he bought that house and it was like a huge house or whatever. And I was like, wow, like that's literally what you just mentioned. So 
It works. It works. Yeah. Try it out. It works. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want, make whatever modifications, but it works. <laughs> Hot boy walk. Hot boy walk. Hot individual walk. Hot yep. magical being walk. <laughs> love it. Or run or bike or car ride. Doesn't matter. <laughs> or skateboard or. There we go. <laughs> love. Okay, so um, other things that you could do to get yourself out of a rut is find your purpose or remind yourself why you are doing something. So whatever your purpose is in life, and honestly, I don't even know what my purpose is. I have to do some digging on this because that's like a lot of work and I've avoided that for a long time. But (laughs) ask yourself or try to remind yourself why you're doing a specific thing or whatever the source that's bringing you um, into that rut, right? So if you identify that your rut is being caused by your job, then remind yourself, like, why are you in this job? And, you know, really question that, like, is it worth it? Are the pros and the cons worth it? And make plans. So take baby steps and set out your goals and don't overlook little things. And some other things you could do is, like, volunteer your time because that always, um, I I know, I don't know about you guys, but every time I volunteer, I feel really good about myself. (laughs) So, um, yeah, definitely some things to consider into your life. To add something a little bit onto that, like the the finding your purpose, like mm-hmm. again, this is not an overnight thing. Like yeah, it's hard. And yeah. I specifically remember, like you know, they talk about the quarter life crisis, and I was like, yeah, okay, like no, I went through a quarter life crisis where I would like, like I specifically remember crying to my friend, being like, I don't understand what the purpose is, and they're like, Amanda, like it's okay, relax, take it one step at a time, like, like, you have to take it one step at a time, it's not like one day you're gonna wake up and realize your dharma, and, like, yeah, and that, and, like, it's okay to not know, and just, yeah, it's okay, yeah, it's okay to not know, and just figure out, but, like, don't stress about it, but just, like, be aware of it, and work towards it, yeah, yep, love that, another thing, another practice that I, that I heard about lately, was practicing gratitude, which I think we mentioned earlier that you could do some journaling and things like that. But meant if you're not a journaler and you, you could still practice gratitude, right? Because not everyone likes to sit down and write things down. So whether that's just taking five minutes of your day to mentally think about what you're grateful for. And one thing that I recently heard about that on Clubhouse on that app, um, you know, I enter like random rooms and I just like listen in during the day sometimes. And one guy was mentioning that one thing he does in the morning every single day for his gratitude practice is that he writes down everything that he's grateful for until he cannot think of anything else. Wow. And like, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. In a good way. It's great. Yeah. So like when you write down everything you're grateful for, like I'm so grateful for this roof. I'm so grateful for my body. I'm so grateful for my eyesight, my taste, my touch, my smell. I'm so grateful for having food, access to food. I'm so grateful for like, if you go down that list, it's until you cannot think of anything else. I'm so grateful for my family, my friends, my friendships. It's, you know, by the end of that list, it's pretty hard to be, like, unhappy with your life. So imagine doing a similar practice. Maybe it doesn't have to be every day, but when you're feeling down about your life, also think about all the good things in your life, too, that, and, like, that'll help bring you up some and lift spirits, right? 
This is exactly what you've mentioned before in the manifestation podcast. It's like when you wake up and then you think, oh my goodness, I have so much work. Oh my goodness, my coffee got cold. Oh my goodness, my boss is going to yell at me. It's like that's the vibration you're going to be on. So you waking up in the morning, shifting that to such a gratitude and thankful vibration, like your bounds and leaps ahead, like being grateful just completely changes your mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So, and... A couple other points that I wanted to throw in there. I know this is a lot, but I just wanted to throw a lot out there because everybody's different. And while some people may resonate with one thing, I just want to give as much resources as possible and whatever helps people and whatever people can grab onto and hold onto. I just want to throw everything out there. So (laughs) a couple of things is practice mindful awareness. So being present in each moment, Like if you're washing the dishes, showering, going for a walk. I think we've mentioned this in other episodes, but this is super important in just appreciating those small moments. What do you see? What do you touch? What do you taste? This has been really helpful for me because I feel like I'm always multitasking, doing two things at once. So like putting down down one thing so that I can grab something else and really appreciating the moments and boost your motivation uh, progress over perfection perfection is not everything and sometimes taking little baby steps in order to get to the main goal and uh, progress into life is worth it you know reward yourself and do some positive reinforcements for yourself so celebrate little actions with praise and share praise yourself with positive thoughts and words you know if you accomplish something little, oh my goodness, good job, Bianca. You did some yoga today. I'm proud of you. you. Haven't worked out in a while, and that yoga practice, even though it wasn't that long, good for you. It's like, the little wins. It's not yeah. having a to do list with 20 different things and then only doing two that day and then feeling like a failure because you didn't do all 20. It's like, I did those two. That's freaking awesome. I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Let's see what we can do tomorrow. Love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> and another point I wanted to bring in is from a book and the book is called Spirit Hacking by Shaman Durek. Highly recommend this book. I've bought this book for another friend. Bianca's reading this book now. Um, It's a great book and Shaman Durek also has a great podcast as well. So from the book he talks about a spirit hack called Soul Talk and you want to do this hack first thing in the morning as in before you talk to your partner before you wake up your kids before you check your email before you drink your coffee and before you meditate soul talk sets up your relationship with yourself for your day which is why it's so important that you do it immediately upon waking before anyone has the chance to knock you off your center or convince you that you are anything less than magnificent and amazing so when you do your soul talk you are creating your path because you are speaking to your inner child. For this spirit hack, place one or both hands on your heart while holding yourself in a field of unconventional love. Speak lovingly to yourself. In the second person, while describing the qualities that you appreciate about yourself, as well as the ones that you want to develop and manifest in yourself, knowing that whatever you say to that little child inside you, you will become and you will amplify. Here are a few examples of some things you can say. I love how beautiful you are. I love your intelligence. I love your playfulness. I love how free you are. I love how easily and gracefully you handle stress. I love your giving and loving nature. I love what a wonderful friend you are. I love your kindness and compassion. 
I love your sense of humor. I love how you're always thinking the highest for yourself and the highest for others. Rarely, there is no limit to the wonderful things you can say about yourself to your soul. Be creative, have fun showering yourself with love and appreciation and speaking your ideal self into form. It's so powerful. I love that. I haven't <laughs> gotten to that part of the book yet. <laughs> it's it's powerful. But that's so powerful in the morning before you consume anything else. It sets your mindset to a certain vibration, right? So by the time everyone wakes up, you're already you're already pretty flying, flying high. You're like yeah. <laughs> um and another thing I wanted to bring up is it's not anyone else's responsibility to fulfill our own needs for us. So sometimes we carry around these expectations that it's other people's responsibility to make us feel good, to make us feel loved, or to make us feel worthy. Our relationships become transactional and codependent, and then we get resentful for that person when things aren't going our way or they're not making us feel specific ways yeah so if you're wanting people to honor your time and your gifts then you need to honor your time and your gifts if you're trying to feel loved and to feel good to feel beautiful and worthy and amazing you need to start loving on yourself and making yourself feel good beautiful worthy and amazing the heaven angels are singing from above because they're agreeing with everything that you're saying it's so true because how can you expect it's like how can you expect people to respect you if you don't respect yourself how can you expect people to treat you with kindness and love if you don't treat yourself with kindness and love so it all stems from within like you are the first one and you take care of yourself and then other people will see that so wow exactly and i know we, we had the five languages of love episode a few episodes back and people can show love in different ways but at the end of the day if you don't love yourself then yeah you have to love yourself take care of yourself you're number one and then everyone else like you can't take care of other people if you're not taken care of exactly and it's not a selfish thing it's just like you can't I love this analogy so you can't fill up someone else's well if your well isn't filled up first because you can't give something you don't have yeah so to be a, an ever-flowing fountain, you have to take that time for yourself so that you can give to others, but yeah. that is all. <laughs> yep. It's like when the plane is going down, you're supposed to put your mask on first mm-hmm. before you put on someone else's mask. Yep. Right? The That's oxygen true. mask. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same analogy. Exactly. <laughs> so this is, these are all great thoughts and points. My main reason for entering a rut is feeling like I don't have enough time to do everything I want to do. So for example, I want to read every day. I want to work out every day. I want to meditate every day. I want to cook fresh meals every meal. And I want to do, and obviously I have my, you know, eight to nine to 10 hours of work a day, depending on how busy I am. So sometimes I just feel like I don't have enough time to be spontaneous, to you know, go off of my routine or all of this amazing things that we talked about. I don't have time to journal for 30 minutes if I want to meditate or cook and work out and do all these things every single day. So what do you suggest? So everything you just said sounded like the ideal routine, right? Like you (laughs) want to be able to do all those things. Like those are all soul filling things. But in reality, 
that's a lot to fit into one day and as we mentioned before like having a checklist with 20 different things and only being able to check off three and then you feel like a failure like that does not feel good so what I would say is find what is your non-negotiable find that one or two things that you don't want to go your day without doing so if you think about what your non-negotiable would be like do you know which one of those things would be like your primary yeah so I I think ever since I started meditating that's like a must for me because when I don't do it my like I'm all over the place I'm very stressed even with work like the small things bother me so when I meditate like first thing in the morning it helps me just elevate above all of that and realize that all of the minuscule things that happen in life and work and all that stuff it doesn't matter as much as I sometimes put the pressure to be so like I feel like that's got to be my non-negotiable it's like just taking that time whether it's 15 to 30 minutes a day to do my meditation practice mm-hmm. but yeah that's good though because it's like you can kind of so right you find your non-negotiables and then you set the rest of your day around your non-negotiables like having that non-negotiable and setting everything else around that non-negotiable yeah and then maybe like throughout the week it's like maybe on monday you read like you you just feel into your body and see like okay maybe today i'll journal in addition to your non-negotiable maybe today i'll read maybe today i'll i'll cook um and spend a little extra longer um so it's just like being a little bit more spontaneous with your routine i know that's something that (laughs) causes uncomfortability (laughs) in you because i see your stressful smile right now um but like how how does that sound like what what do you think about that i actually like that because i you know i have like these six things that i want to do that are extra like extracurriculars to my life so I really like that so like my meditation is solid like I keep that in there and then if I have an extra 30 minutes or an hour in my day work out one day or do the journaling the next day and all that good stuff so I really like that idea essentially it's all about the balance and finding things that fill up your well instead of just doing things that that drain it um it's like the yin and the yang like your jacket (laughs) the yin and yang jacket (laughs) it's like the yin and the yang yeah i love that it's all about balance all about balance and um back to accounting a little bit so right you have your debits and credits (laughs) and everything has to be in balance and that's very true to life so uh, that's very funny comes full circle when your books don't balance that's when you're in trouble you're in trouble (laughs) you you have to start making um adjustments which is the same concept of you need to start making adjustments in your life. Wow, this is why I'm an accountant. So do you want to start it off with uh, what our original challenge for the week was? Yeah, so we have two challenges for this week, guys. So get ready. This week's challenge as it relates to this episode that we have just recorded is to assess your life. How are you feeling? Um, What can you do this week to enhance your human experience, right? So if you're going through something or maybe you don't even realize that you're going through something, take that time to pause and evaluate your life. Focus on what you can control and what you can do to rewrite the story that you're telling of which is your life, right? 
So you're writing your story to your own life and just take a step back and analyze how are you feeling? How are you enjoying or not enjoying the things that are going on in your life? And if you need to make the adjustments that are needed in order to get aligned with your life and the life that you want in order to be your highest and best self, make those adjustments, acknowledge those adjustments that need to be made. And can't wait to hear what you guys do. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That came from the heart, from the soul. I felt that. (laughs) (laughs) And our second challenge is, so this week on April 22nd, it is Earth Day. Earth Day. Pew, 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 pew. Happy birthday to Earth Day. Mother Earth, I love you. Honestly, really love Earth. Love Earth. We love her. I do not want to leave Earth. <laughs> Mars. Oh, God. Okay, maybe if it looks like Sedona, Arizona, oh, but yeah, love Earth and we don't want to leave Earth. So the challenge for ourselves this week is we are going to do a trash audit. So essentially, we are going to track every single piece of trash we collect throughout the week so whether that's like regular trash that's going to landfill whether that's recycled trash whether that's compostable trash anything that you that is coming out of your space from what you are using like that is what we are going to be logging for ourselves so we're going to see how much we produced and identify the culprits and see if there are certain things that come out of this trash audit that we can shift and change so that we can be better sustainably because sometimes you don't realize how much you accumulate up and yeah. if you're taking the trash out constantly or if you have roommates and like everyone's taking it out every day or every two days like you don't realize but if you have a huge bag of trash every two days that's a lot of trash yeah. Yeah. so just kind of to get a better idea for ourselves um for account for an accountability standpoint yeah i'm kind of scared because we have a household there's two of us so are you going to be counting just yours or your whole apartments like your roommates and stuff so i'm counting just my trash okay so i guess i'll do household and then we can divide the number by two okay but we'll discuss that next week yeah yeah so i'm excited for us to see the results and hopefully this is something that if you're interested in that you do along with us and um we can we can compare our trash, which sounds weird, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see how much trash I produce because, you know, we think we're so eco-friendly. So let's see if that's true or not. It's exciting. Cool. Woohoo. Awesome. Well, our tradition, our card pulling tradition now, we love this part of the show. This is my favorite part of the show. I hope you guys are excited because we do this at the end of every single show. We pull a card and today we pulled from Amanda's card deck. And the card for today flew out. It was just one card that flew out. And Bianca and I sat there and we were like, wow, (laughs) this is the one. That's it. So the card this week is trust the niggle. What is the niggling feeling trying to tell you? So on the card, there is the image of three girls, but it's all the same girl. And two of the girls are black and white. One has her eyes closed. The other one has her eyes opened and... They're in like a a pyramid-shaped format. So the girl in the front is in color, and you can just see that she's looking down. She has her arms wrapped around her, and it looks like she's really, like, contemplating and thinking. Okay. So that's what the card is, and they're also in the forest with beautiful clouds around them. But you can just tell, like, the girl in the front is really becoming in tune with herself and her thoughts. Okay. So the card reads... 
The niggling feeling. That annoying, niggling feeling. That inconvenient, annoying, niggling feeling. Try as you might, it's there. And it ain't going anywhere. Hmm. Most people spend years ignoring their niggling feelings, throwing their best dollops of stubbornness, ego, and post-rationalization to numb them out. It's exhausting. And until you face the niggle, life just throws you more bait to awaken it, to draw your attention to the light within you that is bursting to come out. The niggle is an arrow pointing to what is standing in your way. The relationship, the conversation, the decision, the shift that needs to be made, the stone in your shoe. Often, we feel the niggling feeling in our body first. Most people think that intuition is something from the higher realms, but in fact, it is the body that is the intuitive one, working through our senses to deliver vibrational information. It takes just a moment every day to scan your body to receive the intuitive intelligence and act on it quickly. You are being called to face the niggle now. If you don't face it, the universe will throw something much bigger and more obvious in your path, and then you will likely regret that you didn't answer the niggle in the first place. I know it's scary, but you are safe. Answer the niggle now. What is your niggling feeling trying to tell you? That's so appropriate for today's podcast. It's like exactly what you said before. We try to distract ourselves with so many things and we're on data overload and we deep down know things that we want to deal with, but we just push them to the side for later or they're not really affecting us that much right now. So we will just like push it off and it's like, really just sit with yourself and in your heart in your body you know what is right and what is true so follow that follow yourself what a great way to end the show thank you so much for reading that and picking that card that's so special the card was picked by the universe (laughs) (laughs) thank you universe thank you universe very much for the message for everyone Mm -hmm. That was wonderful. Well, thank you guys. We're, with that, we're going to close it off. Right? Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Yanka. I love you. I love you too, me. And thank you guys for following along and making it all the way to the end of this episode. We hope you learned a thing or two and you're able to implement some positive changes into your life. If you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Vata Time, where we frequently post to keep you guys in the loop. And with that said, we'll catch you next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye.